on this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another special edition of No Country for Old, Mark and Juan. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host, Juan Smith. Wait, it's not supposed to be on the S, is it? Son of a... No. Requires so much focus, I'm sorry. Ah... It's good to be back. It's good to be back recording. It's good to be back here talking to all of you fine listeners out there, all of you beautiful people. I just want to take a quick moment as we start. It's time for the mullet time, business up front, party in the back again. Thank you for your reviews, your likes, for your interest. Uh, Please hit us up on social media. We love hearing from you. Any sort of feedback we can get, especially in the form of written reviews, is almost as good as money and so far no one has given us any money and i don't care i'm not here asking for your money i'm asking for just a few seconds of your time (laughs) (laughs) we'll leave mark out of it (laughs) just a few (laughs) seconds of your time i'm actually going to probably set up a patreon page here soon so you know if anybody does feel that they would like to donate to us because i'm going to be straight with you this is a lot of work, and this show will always be free, but if you ever felt like kicking us five bucks, we would really appreciate that, but we won't ever charge for this show. Just not really my thing. I want this to be free. I listen to a lot of free podcasts, and I want to continue on that same kind of thing, but yes, please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and for that, I'm now 38. My birthday was yesterday. I had a great time in New Orleans. It Happy was birthday. Fantastic. You really are I, old, Mark, now. Yeah, I probably gained like five pounds, too. I didn't. While well, you were down there partying and having the time of your life, I've been up here for three days with no power. Power, <laughs> power came back on about an hour and a half before the podcast. Oh, my goodness. So you, you have probably haven't showered either, have you? Oh, no, I got a generator. It's just, oh, okay. It's just a hassle of having to refill the son of a bitch like every... Seven, eight hours. Yeah. And like when someone does something that pulls a lot of amps yeah. and then blows it, I got to run out and trip it. <laughs> you know, but <clears throat> the house full of idiots I got, oh my goodness, it's like every half an hour I'm out there. <laughs> You're like, turn it off. Well, yeah, because so I haven't really slept well for like three days. Yeah. And because and I'm too, I'm so cheap. I got one gas can, so I go and I bring it back <laughs> and I fill up the tank and then it's empty, right? I already got like an <laughs> extra can. <laughs> so for like for days every like seven to eight hours i get up and try to the gas station refill it bring it back finally yesterday i was like this is stupid you should just have another one so you can do you know no nope, i yeah. stuck it out when the power came back on i was like yeah we're sticking to one can like, <laughs> for some reason i feel like i need to do that i don't know why <laughs> For some reason, right now, you look like you're an informant in like some sort of like crime TV show because your face is all black. I can't see it. All we have to do is just blur your voice, and you would just look like... Oh, you're yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and with the baseball hat on, too, it just really hides your face. Well, that's what I was going for. Uh, 
Hiding you look like face. a really fat rapper. Really? That's... Yeah. I've heard that before. <laughs> it's actually not the first time someone's someone actually thought that I was a rapper before, like just on the street, like yeah, because I do dress crazy sometimes. Yeah, no, it's because I'm out in the man cave and uh, I installed a couple. Uh, started installing booths in here, like from a restaurant. Yeah, and I have not put the direct lighting over the booths yet, so it's like we're, I'm in the booth, so I'm in the dark basically and then you got the side lighting in the room but yeah so it blacks me out that's why you can't really see me <laughs> which uh it's probably better for him i don't know mm, and well at least your shirt's on that's the real thing that you know is needed <laughs> yeah during this heat this you know this heat from hell up here that i never bitch about because we have such long winters yeah, that's when the power goes out. It's ninety-seven <laughs> degrees. Oh my goodness! No power. Like Michigan, I, I don't know how we made it. I I thought there'd be mass murders because <laughs> people here are used to being pretty comfortable. Yeah, and uh, they get real ugly real quick. You know, we don't. I know because I made a few trips to the gas station. You know, like I said, and there were places twenty miles away that had no power. And wow. we were the, and we were the closest like gas stations that had power. Oh my goodness! So these people were bitching by the time. <laughs> God, it's like man, I didn't want to even look look up, make eye contact with nobody. At that point, this, you can't trust nobody. Housewife no. will kill you at that point. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was it was a rough three days, man. But we got it back. So that's good. It, speaking of the heat wave. It was hot here in Houston when I left on Friday morning, got to New Orleans, and I expected it to just be sweltering, and it was 75. Oh, it's nice how things worked out for you. That's yeah, great. it was. I had great company, <laughs> had a great time, a ton of great food, great tours, great experiences. I slept great at night, and yeah, it was a great weekend. So Your, it stomach, like- your stomach never slept. <laughs> You're sleeping. It was like you bastard. I gotta quickly digest this before he stuffs more shit into me. <laughs> I ate so much gumbo. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Oh man, you can't say that. Oh. Yeah, I can. Gosh, as a fat guy who grew up in the South and like yeah. never gets to. Oh man, that's just not right. I literally, if you mailed that shit to me, I'd eat it. I swear to you, I wouldn't even care. <laughs> I'd risk botulism because uh, that the, spice, and, man. This, yeah. It's that spice. Oh, man. yeah. Oh, the, so I had gumbo from a couple different places, but one of them it was right by Jackson Square, and it was the best gumbo I've ever had. It was mind-blowingly good. I, see, I don't even know if I'd have an off button for that, man. I'd I probably get sick. I don't even know. Well, I, I was very fortunate because I went with Jasmine, who is tiny, and so she got her gumbo and had her fill of it, which wasn't much. So I got two helpings of gumbo. Okay, but we need to be honest about something. What's that? Um, she didn't get that figure nibbling on food, so eventually <laughs> she's going to start eating in front of you. It's okay, Jasmine. <laughs> No, the, she's the, not. The, uh, the truth's out. You can just start stuffing your face now. Because <laughs> them two bites ain't filling them hips. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not in a bad way. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, when I saw pictures of just recently of his Jasmine, I realized how similar 
She watched my Jasmine. <laughs> and then I realized what a happy world he lived in. And I was like, wow. Okay. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, I got that big grin on my face all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. I, it's like me when I passed the mirror, except there was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but New Orleans was great, but it's good to be back home. It's good to be back recording. And yeah, it was fun to release the uh, the little mini-sode over the weekend to give everybody a little extra pick-me-up for the weekend. And we had a, a listener reach out to us again this week, which was pretty cool. He said he loved the podcast and he loved how it's raw. He really, he said his favorite part is that it's raw and unfiltered. He said it sounds like two best friends just sitting around talking. And he said he doesn't think there's any other podcast out there that will like it. And he was like, don't, don't tone it down. Whatever you do, don't tone it down. And I was like, I wasn't planning on it. Thanks, dude. Well, I know I wasn't planning on it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just counting on that editing. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. That is great. That's, but also, that's that's good to hear because if it was like at any point, I really that would be like me not being me. Yeah, that's just I can't do that. I if, if I didn't feel comfortable, you know, and and working with you comfortably, then I, yeah, I couldn't do it, man. No, because I would normally piss off everybody by now, but you have <laughs> such a a soothing demure self. You, you really do even it out. It's like sometimes like when I listen to the podcast, I'm like, he's such a dick. I'm like, Mark's so nice. And then I'm like, and then I'm thinking, that's me, you ass. Like, <laughs> no one has weird shit. Like, come on. Some of you got that shit going on. I do that. Uh, although when <laughs> listening back to the previous episode, <laughs> when we were talking and you said, I don't know what's going to happen when the Jasmines meet each other. And I said, they'll probably realize they could both do better. Oh my! <laughs> and I, I showed that to her on the drive over to New Orleans. And she was like, Mark, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> oh, you know what my Jazz's response was to that? What? <laughs> she almost peed herself laughing. <laughs> Because she didn't expect it to be you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She's like, he got you. He got you so bad. She's like, he breaks your balls so good. She's like, at least once an episode, he just wipes the legs right out from under you. And then I go, and I know, and I take it so well. I'm like, I don't even know what it, it always hits me such a surprise. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She was completely shocked that I said it. She was like, where did that come from? I was like. He set me up, and I knocked it down. That's just oh how it goes. God, that was so funny, man. <laughs> but also, speaking of listeners, I seem to remember there was a story about traffic being stopped because of our podcast one. Oh yeah, uh, one of the one of the, our friends, our local friends, listen to the podcast, and uh, he really likes it, man. I mean, seriously, he he'll call me up a couple times a week. He's like, dude, this shit's so funny. And uh, he goes, so he calls me the other day. He goes, I got to tell you something. And I was like, what? He goes, I was listening to your podcast, right? He's like, it was hot. My air sucked. So he's like, so I had my windows down, and I forgot I had my windows down. It's like, so I'm at the stoplight, and he goes, I can't remember what episode it was, like episode three or something. And he's like, and Mark said something, and he's like, and I just freaking died, man. I was laughing so hard. He goes, this light's a long light. I didn't realize that the guy next to me in the next car 
rolls his window down on the passenger side and goes, what is so damn funny that you're laughing that hard? And then some of my friends like, oh, he goes, oh, it's a podcast. And um, he's like, how do I find it? So he literally told him, you know, no country. Uh, roll Mark and Juan and look it up. And like, so they're holding up. Now the lights turns green. They're not, they're now talking. Yeah. He's trying to make sure he's getting the right thing for the podcast. And he's waiting to, <laughs> waiting for it to confirm, right? So yeah. it's going to look for the, it's going to look for us. And people are now laying on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So my friend called me. He's like, yeah, we're kind of holding up traffic. <laughs> I was like, so some, some drivers can't see because of our show. And now the other ones are holding up traffic. Yeah, because this dude's just, he just saw him laughing so hard. He just had to know what the fuck was so funny. <laughs> he's like, whatever yeah. you're laughing at, man, I want some of that. And he's like, <laughs> so he told him. that that's But shit like that, that's too cool. That's like, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't even think that something like that would happen. Oh, no. I wouldn't even, like, imagine that, like, creatively. <laughs> to be like, oh, this would be a funny scenario. But it is great to hear that it does make people laugh because I know that I laugh. Oh yeah. Sometimes I cringe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of speaking of like breaking your balls, it's not like nobody breaks my balls. Jasmine does it to me all the time, and it's hysterical. You know what she said about me? No. So we were driving, and I have this big water bottle with a filter in it. It's plastic. So I like leave it in the car. We go into a store and we come back out and she's like, oh, it's hot outside. Did you leave the water bottle in the car? I was like, yeah, so what? She goes, well, you know, like research shows that if you leave plastic water bottles in the car, it'll heat up the plastic and then like little plastic particles will be released into your water. And then, you know, you'll be drinking that plastic and it can like get in your system. And I was like, well, I've been doing that for years. So I'm probably like 20%, you know, plastic by now. And she goes... No, no, you're more than that because you're from California. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Nicely played, Jazz. I was, I literally was like, wait, what is happening? What? What? And she just kept on going. That's a a slam dunk, man. (laughs) But it's done like in that really shitty, gentle way. Yeah. It's just like they just, they know they got you by the balls really good. It's just like, yep. I could make this hurt so bad, but I'm just going to hurt it. Just your pride right now. Yeah. And, then, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. Because I was just like, how did that happen? What is going on? And I was just completely stunned. And now for the second time in a row, you got interrupted. How come in your end of the podcast, people are dropping you off food? On my end of the podcast, people are stealing mine. <laughs> That's that's very true. I didn't. <laughs> that's our, our, our two worlds are just that. That's no. I'm not. They're totally different. Yeah. Uh, I I watch my stuff with like one eye, and people are just dropping off bags of food for you. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't bother getting up, Mark. Really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's we do live in different worlds. Surprisingly. The sound of silence. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like that disturbed coverage <laughs> a lot. But here's the thing. I listen to it, and like, it's really easy for him, so I'm not that impressed. <laughs> but it's a good song. But, yeah. I thought, but I thought of that, and that's why I let that silence go a little long. <laughs> I was getting in the moment and the mood of the song when that happened. 
<laughs> Dude, moment. My mind is the weirdest. I mean, just you can't even make that. Up. Who thinks like that? I always wonder, are there people that think like me that like their yeah. mind does this crazy shit all the time? <laughs> you know, it's I never feel like I have a straight thought. Every thought I have just takes a right and then a left and then a Ute, a Michigan left. Uh, <laughs> I think that's why I can't remember things either. There's never like a straight line from one logical thought to the other. Yeah. Sometimes I think it just jumps. I don't even know where it goes. <laughs> well, I mean, like I've said to you before, I have crazy thoughts and stuff. My mind goes in the gutter. I just filter it most of the time. Oh, so that's where the filter's supposed to go in. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I like when I, I'm not even joking. I really do not understand how. To, I mean, there are certain things like I can shut everything down. You know, like if I was at a funeral or something. You gotta have it at like I've learned to have it no. like at sixty percent, and then like you adjust it accordingly. Like with you, the filter goes down to like thirty percent, but when I'm around like. You know, like my nephews, it goes up to like 80%. Of course. And so you just got to, you got to like adjust it, you know? You I just go constantly like 90 and 100. That's where I'm at. I've got this <laughs> two, two of the kids. But even a lot of times, even the stuff that I say around my wife and kids is absurd. Oh, but I've I, heard it. And so have the I, listeners. Yeah, but... <laughs> Sometimes I think I say it because it's so funny. I just want to hear someone say it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. There's and a time I realize that my line sometimes is like, be you, not beyond like people with a good sense of humor. Like a lot of our listeners probably would never even offend them. But, probably not. No. But, but, you know, there are social circles where certain types of humor are not seen as funny. Basically, yeah. Nothing's really seen as funny in those circles. And yeah. so I can't People. not do that. Just, I, you know, that's just, that's uncharted waters for me. That's why if I'm bored, that makes it even worse. Yeah. It's like you ever go somewhere where you just have to do like bill about and you just get so amped up, you know? Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like when you go to a wedding and you got to wait for the wedding party. And there's that, that pre-time where everybody's, like, waiting for the shit to get started and, like, you yep. know, getting all amped up. It's kind of like that. I've always had a lot of fun at weddings. You've been with me at, you know, a wedding or two. Uh, it's <laughs> always been really fun. I love weddings. I just don't like <laughs> don't being in them anymore. <laughs> well, I don't mind being in them. Yeah, I can't be in anymore, you know, because if I got married, like, a third time, or like I would never... Never to imagine that, but that's when you got to realize if you get to like the third marriage, it's, uh, it's probably you. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's probably your fault. <laughs> I'm starting to see a trend here. <laughs> it's no longer 50 50. It's yeah. starting to look like your wife wasn't a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, no, one so. ever, no one ever said that about my relationship. So, like, oh no, he clearly was the asshole. <laughs> So, speaking of going back to New Orleans, uh, there's this bakery literally a block away from where we stayed. Oh, no. Bacon biscuit, homemade from scratch. And then I ordered 
ranchero baked eggs along with it with a blueberry danish. That is just... That's like... On food levels, that's like street crack. Yeah. That's like you went down to the hood... Yep. And you got the dirtiest of the dirty. That's yeah. what that's like. Oh. Yeah. Our one Uber driver there. We, got, we took good, an Uber, ride, Uber driver back, and he, we were like talking about food and stuff. And he was like, oh, where are you staying? I was like, over there by the, uh, the Shake Sugary Bakery. And he like lost his mind. He's like, that is like the best bakery in town. They have the best stuff. He's like, I go there once a week. I was like, you go there once a week? Man, you're spoiled. I was like, I would kill to go there once a week. Yeah, things like that. We don't get, like I said, in Michigan, we don't get things like that too often. You know, unless you live in a very ethnic neighborhood where they have, like, authentic stuff. Yeah. You know, but we don't have, like, open places where you just go, you know. Yeah. So and that just sounds that, amazing. It was it, the best biscuit I've ever had. It's the best bakery I've ever been to in my life. I sent pictures of it to my friends in New Jersey because I actually found it with them last time I was in New Orleans. And my friend Jim texted me, texted me back. He's like, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm rubbing it in. It's so good. But out of, it, out of like all the places I went, that was still my favorite. It was just so, so good. I could never go on one of these food visits. Yeah, you could. No, dude, I'd die. <laughs> I would kill that whole shit. <laughs> Two days in, they'd be like, you know, Juan died with his face face down in a pile of carne asada. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe we shouldn't bring fat people to this. <laughs> I mean, like if you're like normal, you gotta like work out, have a, you know, pull up a tolerance for this kind of a vacation. You can't just bring me in there. Yeah, it's like bringing a lamb to the slaughter. <laughs> Oh, look, meat with spices. <laughs> oh, man. But it sounds yeah. amazing. Like, I would watch a video of it. Like, if you guys, like, made a video, you know, like, you know, took video every year you made yeah. and you talked, that'd be really dope. I, I'd, hey, I'd watch that. I actually have a video. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I have a video from brunch yesterday, which was really good because I had a fried, I got eggs benedict. One of them was fried chicken. And the other one was salmon, and it was ridiculous. And then she got bacon with uh, pine, uh, not a pineapple, um, pancakes with uh, maple syrup, walnuts, and uh, bananas. Damn. And I ate pretty much everything. She had a pancake, she had a piece of bacon and like half of an egg, and I ate everything else. See, that's. Was, see, not my jazz, man. <laughs> I don't have to worry about her stealing anything unless it's chocolate, but I don't like chocolate, so I'm like, take it all. Or popcorn. She'll steal all the popcorn, but yeah, I don't care. I, I mean, but she'll eat as much as me. <laughs> I'll be like, listen, just order whatever you want. Just don't eat my shit. Just, can I just please, whatever I, I order, can I just eat that without any other hands yeah. in there? Ugh. I give up, man. At home, I don't even make a plate anymore. You just eat straight out of the dishes? No. Pots and pans? No, man. When all the kids don't eat, whatever anyone doesn't eat off their plate, I'm like the garbage man. I just go around and huff up chunks of foods off each people's plate. It's horrible. (laughs) It's like, I don't know why I'm not able to count my calories. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, uh, can't count them through a vacuum, man. I'll tell you <laughs> that. <laughs> that bakery was cool, though, because uh, when we were getting ready to leave, a thunderstorm came through, like a really bad thunderstorm, and the cashier at the bakery gave us a ride to the museum where we were going to go. We were going to go, which was like three and a half miles away. What? I was just going to call. Yeah, I was just going to call an Uber, and we'd been there for like two hours, just like eating our breakfast and talking and then it started to rain a little bit and i was like oh we'll just wait for a little bit and or we'll get an uber because we walked to the place because it was so close well then they uh it just started raining harder and harder close enough for you yeah (laughs) (laughs) that would have been uber that shit right away (laughs) so the this the lady was like hey you know i'm getting off do you want to ride somewhere i'm like ah we're going to the other side of town she's like no no i'll give you a ride i was like oh sweet thanks so Got a ride, and she uh, actually, you know, talked to her about the podcast. So if she does start listening to it, thanks for the ride once again. Hope you enjoy it. But yeah, it was awesome. And uh, also, please reach out to us, uh, no country podcast at gmail.com, and please send me every recipe that you have. <laughs> I'll make it worth your while, especially the biscuit. Oh my gosh. She's not giving that shit up, man. No, she's not. <laughs> not a chance in hell. No. <laughs> I wouldn't either, man. No. To, neither would to I. To people like me, man, in an apocalyptic world, the despicable shit I would do to even know someone like that. <laughs> I would protect the shit out of that lady. Oh, yeah. Me too. She's feeding me. Like, <laughs> If you were a good cook in an apocalyptic world, man, that you that's a proud thing to be saying. I don't know, because, you know, especially if you're one of those people who can just, like, pull stuff out of their ass. You yeah. know, they walk up to a cabinet of nothing, and then they just make something, and you're like, oh, my God, you know. Yeah. like Kind of like I did today. I made chicken pho today. Chicken what? Chicken pho. Hmm. Yeah. Always with it's the delicious. pho. Yeah, and I had pho, beef pho at lunch. But I made a giant pot of it today for dinner. I was like, I need something light. After that ginormous carb-loading meat fest I had for the weekend, I was like, okay, it's time to detox. I was like, what's better than Vietnamese food? Nothing better than pho. Nope. <laughs> that just never's not funny. I'm sorry, man. I, I always try to get over that. I'm, like, nope, I'm still like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, and now it's it's, it's also about you can thank her also because now it's the way I say fuck around my kids. <laughs> I'm like fuck. <laughs> yeah, because they've never heard you say that before. Yeah, I know. My six year old was uh, in the words fuck dad. What? <laughs> I'm like you said it so well though. <laughs> I'm like I'm really sorry And I'm like you should not be saying that and He's like you shouldn't be saying it either And I was like listen I'm the dad bitch Let me play my role alright Just yeah. do what I say And don't do what I do And whatever Please just Please just be a decent human being <laughs> With every kid it's just a crapshoot You just throw the dice <laughs> Because you never know, you know. I mean, I know that people are, I'm not saying that don't care. I love crapping my kids, and everything I do pretty much is for my kids. But as far as, like, the seriousness that people parent, like, you could have, like, for instance, because I have so many kids, I realize that they take the same information and process it completely differently. 
Oh, like yeah. You'd be in the same situation and see it completely different ways. So when I think of, like, parents always trying to do, like, the exact right things, I'm like, they're probably not even getting half that the way you're trying to present it anyway. <laughs> like, you might as well just be me and be comfortable. Yeah. You know? And please, spank children. I know, <laughs> I know that so many people are against that, but there's a... You know, if you have any understanding of child psychology or physiology, you realize at certain years, at certain points, their brains are not developed to have a debate or understand, you know, it's kind of like when they're a baby and they go to touch a stove and you smack their hand. Like, that's not over it, too. You know? Yeah. You can't, some things you just can't reason out with them. You can't just, like, they they aren't going to understand it. Like, certain complicated things. Like, my nephew's... You know, like, oh, you know, they came over like what last weekend? <clears throat> or no, it was like Thursday because they wanted to see Jasmine. They wanted to hang out with Jasmine. And so, uh, my one youngest nephew, oh my gosh, he says the funniest stuff. But before that, get to my point, like, after she had left, they were like, hey, what happened to, you know, your last girlfriend? And I was like, well, you're seven and eight. I'll tell you when you get older, you'll probably understand it more. But I was like, we're just not going to see her anymore. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm just like going to kind of like, you know, not try because they're just going to be like, why is this? Why is that? And I'm like, they don't need to get into all the ins and outs of like why relationships don't work. You know, I would have just been like, look, <laughs> girlfriends are temporary. <laughs> okay. They're kind of like a, a Lego set. They're really, they're really cool when you first get them, but then by the time you built them and you looked at them a little bit, you get bored and you want a new one. That's a girlfriend. Jasmine, that's Juan's opinion, not mine. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, shit. Dig yourself However, in that hole. Don't take me with you. When they want to go beyond that, then they have to do certain steps. and <laughs> Those you possibly can't work. understand. Wait, that does sound worse, doesn't it? You're just digging I'm yourself just... in a hole. <laughs> Girlfriends are practice. <laughs> oh, no, practice doesn't sound good either. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> you just need to stop. Stopping. <laughs> Reverse. You were saying. <laughs> I... See, that's a classic example of... I was thinking that out in my head, right? Yeah. But it was coming out my mouth, <laughs> and I really didn't realize it at first. And then I was like, oh, man, but I'm, this is not an inner voice. This is an out voice. <laughs> and at this speed of th thought right now, I'm not going to be able to come out of this without being very obvious. <laughs> no, no. It's too no. late. They know you're shitty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ex uh, acceptance. By, by th this is what episode ten. By this time, people know. <laughs> Just love me for who I am. <laughs> uh, but my nephew came over, and it was funny because, like, when they were over here, Jasmine was like, "Can you make me some coffee?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So I made her like coffee, and then it, she drinks tons and tons and tons of coffee. So I made her a bunch of coffee, like three. I made coffee for her three times. And That's where uh, she gets her energy. It's not the food. <laughs> no, it's the it's the coffee. It's the obscene amounts of coffee. And uh, my one nephew, like the day before, he had come over and he had said, "Hey, you know, how come you don't play 
the um the dragon game because I play Skyrim on PS4. I have, and they were like, "How can you don't play the dragon game anymore?" And I was like, "Well, boys," I was like, "You know, I don't really have much free time to play video games anymore. I was like, I'd rather just spend my time with Jasmine because that's honestly a lot more enjoyable." And the youngest goes, "Well, yeah, because that's all just loving and smooching." <laughs> That's not all of it. <laughs> and then, then the next day after she was here, <laughs> they were asking where she was. And I was like, oh, she went to work. You know, you'll see her again in a week or so or whatever. And they were like, oh, okay. So then <laughs> landed the youngest one was like, well, he goes, it's good that she's not here. And I was like, why? So I can spend time with you boys? And he goes, yeah. He goes, because we all know all you're going to do is just be loving and smooching. And he goes, oh, yeah. You'll just make her tons and tons of coffee. I was like, oh, you noticed that? He's like, yeah, she drinks too much coffee. <laughs> and then she thinks it's odd that they don't call me like Uncle Mark. They just call me Marky. And I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't, I'm not big on proper titles. They can call me Marky. I don't care. Oh, Marky's cool. Like a lot of people in my family call me Marky. Sorry about the squeak in the background there. I haven't uh, <laughs> screwed the backs of these booths in yet. <laughs> and I also wanted to clarify, I did not fart on audio. I, so. I thought that was just your like the joints in your shoulders or something. <laughs> that's what they feel. <laughs> that's what they feel like. <laughs> that is exactly how I feel. When I get up in the morning, oh my god, my back would sing songs. <laughs> but. Yeah, that's that's no fun. That oh. is funny though when kids like when you move on in relationships and they notice and they yeah. you know they say stuff. They, yeah, they were like, what, "What happened?" And I'm just like, "Okay, like I'm a pretty personal person. I'm not going to go into this with a seven year old and an eight year old." I decided to get another dark haired um, <laughs> girlfriend. I didn't Cause, plan it because I have a type. You'll, you'll have one too. Just ask your dad, and then shovel him off. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny? Luke's calling oh you, up, you bastard! <laughs> what did you what say was... to them? <laughs> I'm sure that happens a lot. I know he was like, "What did Juan say? What did he yeah. say?" <laughs> I know he asked. What did he say? Really? When they were, did you edit it? <laughs> Dude, my filters went on went on full as soon as I saw that coming to the screen. What what a almost knocked me out before. I know it knocked me out for a kid. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that. What I was not pissing Luke off. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> what was really funny about that was after we were done recording, I went over to their house. And uh, I walked in, and it had been like two hours. It was two hours later, and they were still, they were in the living room, and they're like, I can't believe Daddy hit somebody and almost knocked him out. They were like in just like complete shock and awe. And so my brother's wife is in there, and she's like, so apparently Juan told them that Luke hit him like years ago and almost knocked him out? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I don't ever see Luke doing that. And I was like, well, it happened. Oh, I, was I like, saw the blue flash. I can prove it. <laughs> and she was like, and so I was like, yeah, yo, they had gotten that boxing gear and they were doing that. And she's like, oh, so it wasn't like he was mad and hitting Wad. And I was like, no, nobody ever said that. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even have had a head. He would have broke my neck. <laughs> 
Yeah, he was pissed. So then, so then, like she told them, oh, well, you know, it's because they were boxing, and they were like, ooh, that is cool. <laughs> so they're gonna grow up with this legend of how, when their dad was twenty five, he, you know, beat you up. <laughs> and every dad needs that story in their kids' repertoire. So just to put a little bit of fear in. Yeah, them. exactly. You're welcome. Because <laughs> my kids aren't scared of me at all <laughs> They no. know there's enough of them If they're kicking and swinging Someone's getting me in the nuts <laughs> Dad's going down It's just a matter of time <laughs> And they're all so skinny and bony Everything hurts <laughs> That and then they use their words too Like when your youngest told you But dad you do smell like pee and sweat <laughs> Yeah, that kid, honesty. It's brutal, man. <laughs> I got Just to the like, point to where I can actually sleep if I'm face down yeah. with kids running and jumping on me. <laughs> and I can still fall asleep to that. I relax and I don't even feel it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and they're not even that little anymore. <laughs> that is the mass at which I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> you can jump on me and you're not going to get through. It's just like. <laughs> Probably not even going to feel it Unless you're over like 80 pounds <laughs> And I know they try They try to get me in the kidneys I'm like what? what They're trying to get you in the kidneys Yeah we watch a lot of MMA <laughs> they, They're that vicious Oh my goodness how do they even know that We watch a lot of MMA You're like teaching them here Go for the kidneys <laughs> Oh yeah I taught them self defense most of it early on but then they, they progressed to other stuff, so they progressed to father abuse. Yeah, man, pretty much they can kick my ass as a group for sure. <laughs> I don't want them to ever hear this podcast, but damn it, when they come in full force, all five all five of them? Yeah. Dude, that's like a gang. That's you know, that's like a giant trying to fight a whole gang. No, they're too fast. <laughs> And kids, like, they can take hard hits, you know? <laughs> Dude, wow. You that a- sounded so bad. Yeah, man, you can punch a kid right in the face, and they'll just fuck, they'll fall back up. I'm like, what? <laughs> nah, I don't do that. I think about it, though, man. Every once in a while, I just think, ooh, man, you're lucky I'm not one of the mean dads. But, you know, honestly, I just love playing with them, so it's like, whatever. I let them you know, do it. Kids I like do rough- bounce back. Because, and I have so many know. boys, they just like to rough house, you know? Oh, yeah. And my daughter, too, she's a brick house. <laughs> My daughter whooped their ass. I kid you not. She has to survive in that environment. So she's she tough, dude. Seriously tough. <laughs> she learned. Actually, she out learned. of all of them, she can take a blow that would that would stop them, and yeah. she'll just shrug that shit off and keep coming. <laughs> I pity. I pity the guy that tries to ever do anything with her, man. She gonna she gonna flatten him. <laughs> yeah. We uh I go bike riding with my nephews pretty often and uh the youngest one is a, he's just absolutely fearless and a daredevil and he's always like trying to do tricks and stunts. And one of the last times we went out, he ate it hard. And he like gashed up his leg, gashed Ooh. up his hand and his arm. And I was like, and we were like four miles out from where we had started. Because we go on like we we'll go out and ride like nine or ten miles. Because I just like, I'm going to wear you kids out. See if you can keep up with me. And they keep up with me. So he ate it. And I was like, oh, shoot. So I like, go on back. On concrete. On pavement. Yeah. And so 
I went back and he's bleeding and he's like not crying or anything. And I was like, are you okay, Landon? And he's like shaking a little bit and he just nods and goes, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what are you going to do? And he's like, shake it off. And he just started shaking and got back on the bike and kept going. And I was like, dang, this kid is tough. And he just like kept on pedaling and his knee was all bloody and everything. And <laughs> uh, Never mind, Luke, you're in trouble. <laughs> sometimes but he bounced right back. Yeah, man. My kid, you hear that thud when their head hits of the concrete, and you're like, yeah. "Oh!" And then they just bounce back up, and they have that surprise look in their face. Yeah. Like I didn't realize my head, you know, that point that pump, yeah. made a pumpkin sound, and then they're fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the? If that was me, I'd be like, "Oh, take me to the emergency room. I'm gonna have a hemorrhage." Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Kids are just. I, my kids, I got two of them that just, they, they try to parkour because they oh. see this shit on, like, YouTube and stuff. Yeah. And they always pull it off. I don't know how they do it. They haven't broken any bones, you know, like, cross your fingers. But I'm always thinking, man, one of these kids is going to, and when they break it, it's going to be one of those, like, just nasty breaks. <laughs> yeah. But it hasn't happened. I don't know how. Their bones are part rubber at that age. I guess. They have to be. Because, you know, otherwise children wouldn't survive. <laughs> well, I've never That's really sure. broken a bone. I mean, I've had my nose broke, but I've never, like, broken a finger or arm or leg or anything. I broke a bone in my foot. It's not fun. Ooh, in your foot? Yeah. How? <clears throat> I was playing uh, soccer, and a dude did a really nasty slide tackle on me and just took my legs out from under me. Put both of his, both of his feet, studs first, right into my foot and just mm. took me out. And the thing was, was I like got up and I kept on playing and it hurt really bad. And I was like, oh, I'll probably be okay. And I tried to play and finally I was like, okay, this hurts really bad. I just need to like go see what's going on. So I went and sat down, pulled my shoe off and everything just swelled up huge. Ooh. And so then I just went home, put it on ice and yeah, it was just a nasty. And that was like the only time that it happened. And it was, it hurt for I don't know, month. <laughs> it was, it was, it hurt for quite a while. But I got one of those like walking casts, you know, that you know just immobilizes your foot. I'm still but wondering, does the guy get a penalty? No. <laughs> what? They don't flag at him. Nothing. Nope. Bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, that was. But, I'm all like, like, never mind your injury. Did he get payback? Did he? <laughs> did this guy suffer? Man. You have such a great <laughs> attitude. Meh. I'm, I'm just like, it, you know, I didn't, I didn't see it as like intentional. You're playing a game. He was a little too aggressive, but I don't think he went into that trying to hurt me. You know, so. here's the truth about that, though. You'll notice, too, as you get older, because, like, you know, there's 15, no, wait, 10 years between us. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, is that when you get older, it's like guys get even more competitive. The problem is their bodies can't do oh, yeah. what they used to do, and they don't have as much control over their bodies as they used to. So yeah. even though their aggression is even higher, like when you play sports with like guys in like their mid-30s to mid-40s, mm-hmm. you better be ready to play because yeah. these guys are going to be fucking serious. I don't care if it's like in a lot down the street. You better be ready, ready to bring it because you're gonna get hurt. <laughs> like yeah. these guys. That's why, like mountain bikers. When I was into mountain biking um, <clears throat> years ago, I was on the younger end of the of the spectrum because the guys that were like 
killing it out there. We're like mid 40s. These guys were freaking animals, man. Because mm-hmm. they just didn't. It was like, I don't They had a level of acceptance for pain, I guess I didn't have then. You know yeah. what I mean? Where like they would just push themselves beyond. I've seen guys just like bonk where they just collapse. Like, yeah. They, they push themselves so far, they just fucking cramp up, fall over in a ball. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I am not ever pushing myself that hard. Right? <laughs> like even when I got that age, I retired. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. But yeah, man, it. that's how guys are. It's just weird. It's like you're, I don't know if it's like you're trying to re- remain your like you know young visceral self or whatever. But like, yeah, that's why I can't play basketball with men at all. I'm too short. I get elbowed in the face and knee in oh, the face. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's not not a good look for me. No. I know a guy in California. He loves like wrestling, not like W, like you know, right. Olympic style wrestling. He loves that, and so he's been doing it for a long time. And he he won like national championship for his age group, and he was when he was like fifty or fifty one. He's like five two, and super ripped. Like, and he always was telling me, "Oh, you should come wrestle me," and I'm like, "No, you'll win. I know you'll win." I'm like, you're way more fit than me. You're, you have years of experience. He's like, oh, but you're a big guy. I'm like, you just want to embarrass me. I'm like, you won, won, won a national championship against guys bigger than you. No, <laughs> I'm not stupid. Yeah, that's, uh, that's always funny when, when guys are like that. I'm not like that. Like, I, <laughs> I can't think of anything about me. No, I don't think I can think. Oh. I've never lost an arm wrestling match, but really? I can't, yeah, but I can't, I can't do it anymore now because oh, my, my shoulder, shoulders. my shoulders are blown out, but I never lost. And to the point where like, so I had a few friends that would never, they, you know, when the guys would start doing that, yeah. the guys that knew me would be like, they just would put me in the waiting. Cause they knew no matter who was there, I was, was going to beat them no matter how big they were. Yeah. But my, had a couple friends that knew that and they would never do it in front of the other dude. They, they would never take it on. They'd get so pressured, they'd be like, "No, nah, I'm good. I don't really want to. like you know," because yeah. they didn't want to. They didn't want to lose because they are so like. Some guys just can't lose at anything. Like me, no. I love competition. I love being involved in things. I'd rather do something than watch something, right? Yeah. And as long as it's like people play by the rules, and I feel like I did my best, like I could care less if I won or lost. You know yeah. what I mean? But a lot of people aren't that way. A lot of people just, they're bad winners and losers. Yeah. <laughs> like, when they win, I, they rub in people's face. And <laughs> when they lose, they make excuses, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I typically, I just enjoy competition just for the fun of competition. I do try to win. I do want to win. But if I don't, it's not the end of the world. I'm Thumb you know? Wars champion of the Smith home, so. I, I got thought that, you were going to say you were title. Nacho Wars champion. Ooh, probably would be that. <laughs> Although today, my 19-year-old son, Wyatt, my oldest one, mm-hmm. we went to lunch at that Mexican place in uh, La Fonda and mm-hmm. Romeo. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, he had, like, two whole dinners, like, piled on this. And he doesn't eat. Hard. He eats like your Jasmine eats. And I was like, there is no way. I'll bet you 20 bucks you cannot eat that plate. <laughs> bastard ate the plate. I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I made him stand up. Like, where the hell did it go, man? There's no way. I'm like, you can't physically eat that much. You, your stomach never gets that. Like, how? 
And then later on, about an hour later, he ran over. He's like, yeah, I thought I was going to get sick there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, but it was so good, I couldn't stop. <laughs> That's how I felt in New Orleans, man. The food was just so good, I could not stop. I kept telling myself, I'm not going to eat too much. I'm not going to eat too oh, much. Oh, dude, I wouldn't, I, would. I wouldn't even have that speech. I would just be like, <laughs> I would have one friend with a defibrillator. <laughs> I'd have gloves in my pocket, you know. Some gel to put on my chest <laughs> when they put the electrodes on. And yeah, man, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm not, let's do or die. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. Basically, when I go to places in like New Orleans or Austin, that's basically what happens just, you know, without the, you know, the gel or the defibrillator. But from the time I get there to the time I leave, it's just, where can I buy a snack? Where can I get a sandwich? Where can I go get it? Like whatever I want, and it's just a constant food fest. Dude, I'm gonna just walk in, kick the doors in the restaurant. I'm packing <laughs> arteries. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> give me the big booth. <laughs> yeah, there was. Oh yeah, and I got and I got Jasmine into it. She will not stop talking about this thing. We went on a tour of the French Quarter on Saturday. Evening, like a two, two and a half hour tour. It was oh, really cool. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. The the tour guide was awesome and he talked about, about like the history and some of the like sites and stuff, which was really, really awesome. That's but a cool we job, to, by the way. I always kind of thought that was a cool job. Yeah, I was like, this would be pretty cool. You just walk around and talk to people. I I could do that, you know? But a uh the we went to this one place and they had this frozen frozen Irish coffee and Jasmine has just been like craving that ever since, and it was really, really good. She she says it's the best drink she's ever had in her life. Which well, it was good. With her coffee background, yeah, I think that's why she likes it so much because it had a really good coffee flavor to it. It was, ba- it, but it was mostly ice cream, so it, it was like a milkshake. Actually, one nice thing about having a big truck, I got rear-ended last year. I got rear-ended. I a guy in front of me. Stop short because someone was coming the wrong way in the lanes coming towards us. Ooh. So he stopped short, and then the guy like passed on the side of the road. I rear into the guy in front of me because he stopped short, and then two cars hit me from behind. Ooh. Didn't do a thing except for like crack and scratch the bumper and bent the bumper on the back a little bit. The car that hit me from behind was totaled. Oh, yeah. And the car behind that was totaled, too. I, and everyone's like, and I'm like, I'll be fine. I'll drive home. <laughs> That's the thing is like, I'm worried about hitting people with it. Mm. But I do also worry like if anyone runs into the back of this truck, like unless you're in like a semi. Yeah. Your, your shit's toast. Yep. It is toast, man. Yeah, especially if you have a hitch back there, that just goes right through the radiator I, and just messes. I up actually, everything. I actually keep the hitch off for that reason. I'm <laughs> yeah. not trying to like harpoon people's vehicles. <laughs> it's like if you're going to hit me, that's going to be plenty enough damage. I don't want you impaled on my car. That's exactly what happened in that accident I was in. I was like, "Whoop, your car's done." Because <laughs> that thing would go right through the radiator, everything. I mean, yeah, that's going to total the vehicle completely. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what happened. And now and that I had all that was, work done to it the other day and I got those new tires, I stepped yeah. on the gas. I actually spun the duels. What? Yeah, man. I didn't even know that was possible. 
<laughs> the car, the truck started like sliding out on a tur- <laughs> on a turn, and I was like, someone thought I just stopped, did that shit on purpose, but I didn't. <laughs> it just, it's there was no weight in it at the time. Yeah. So it's it's air ride suspension in the back, so it just like it must have bounced and floated just right. It almost looked like I had some balls there for a second. <laughs> but I mean, basically, you're driving a tractor. Yeah, <laughs> I mean no, it, it's got you know it's got a turbo on it, but I mean come on, it, it's it needs a turbo to even go normal speed. Yeah, <laughs> but with the diesel, it's more about torque and towing power than it is about speed. Yeah, yeah, it pulls trees real easy. <laughs> oh, it pulls trees. <laughs> it does. But it's a, but it pulls that trailer easy too. Very. Yeah, you don't even feel it. Yeah. And we one time went camping. We took my brother's pickup truck. It was a King Cab Toyota. Yeah, man, I loved this. He had that black Toyota. Yep. Uh, still Tacoma. has it. He yep. still has that Tacoma? Yeah. Dude, that, that was a badass truck. That truck is invincible. No, they're really, that, really good trucks. And the resale yeah. value on Tacomas is ridiculous. Yeah. That's why people he, don't get rid of them. Yeah. That's why he's not getting rid of it. It's a great truck. He We put... We went camping. We towed like a, tr- a camp trailer, a bit not a giant one, but a big one, probably like twenty feet long, eighteen feet long, somewhere in there. You know, one you can actually stand up and get in, stuff like that. We towed one of those, put the quad in the back of the truck along with all the camping gear, and then loaded people into it, and then took it down the backside of the highway out of Yosemite. <laughs> what? Yep. Dude, how did your brakes? We had to stop at the edge of one of those like hot brake turnouts yeah. over one of the cliffs because the brakes were so hot. I was gonna say, man, that would fry almost anything's brakes. Yeah, because you know that's a <laughs> lot of weight for a vehicle that size. Yep, but we made it. We saved eight minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why are guys? Why are we like that? They're like fuck death. I saved eight minutes, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're all proud of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. We, guys, is. guys, we take risks all the time that I think we don't realize. We're just dumb. Like, <laughs> I know I am and, and have been for quite some time. Because I would take risk as a guy that you just don't take and not realize the consequences could be so bad. And yeah. like in pretty much every facet of my life, <laughs> it was just like, you know, I don't know, just do dumb shit. Like your goal is to complete some project or do something, but the shit that I would do to get there, just, I don't know. I think a lot of it is for as far as like taking risks, at least for me. Sometimes that's like just like part of the adventure of life, taking those silly risks. Like, I don't take risk if I think I'm going to put other people in jeopardy, but I'm like, man, I got a quad or this dirt bike. I could probably jump that creek over there, and then I try and figure out a way to do it. Okay, see, that's where we're different. I'm all about taking the crowd with me. Uh, I'm not about to do some solo death shit where I end up on one of those, you know, a thousand ways to die. Here, look at this idiot. I'll be like a thousand ways to kill all your friends at the same time. Look at an episode of that. Look at it. Here's a group of people that were stupid enough to trust this guy. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be my film. You're going out with me. You're not going to just be a witness and go, I'm jackass. <laughs> I went on a camping trip 
five or six years ago. And it was a bunch of people that had quads and dirt bikes and stuff. We all went to the same place. There's tons of trails out there in the mountains of California. And so nearby on this trail, someone had built like a ramp and a jump, but it was like a ramp and a jump. And then there was another one. So you could jump from like one jump to the other one or one ramp to the other one. And the ramp itself was like about five feet high. It wasn't like a little like, you know, six inches, one foot or even two feet. It was and it had a good slope to it. So like by the time you got the speed, it was at almost like a 45 degree angle was your launch angle. Oh, my God. Goodness. So I saw it and I was like, I have got to try that. And everyone else there was like, no, man, like you don't want to get hurt. And I was like, nobody said anything about getting hurt. And so I just like gunned it, went down, hopped over it and landed it fine. And then everybody came and did it too. <laughs> and then I went and did that for like an hour because it was so much fun. <coughs> and then another guy who we called Crazy Tim because he's just a little bit crazy. We just went out on... <laughs> Who we call Crazy Tim. He's yeah. a little crazy. We call him Crazy Tim. <laughs> but because he's crazy, we just tell him, it's a little bit. We're just messing with you, Tim. Let me tell no, you, Tim. Tim, you're nuts. All right? <laughs> Straight nuts. They're lying to you. They call you Crazy Timmy because you're crazy. <laughs> so we went out on this like forest road, but it was graveled, and it was wide, too. So you could go really fast. And so we get out there, and I just full throttle, highest gear, fast as I can go. I am flying down this road. And I finally stop, and I turn around, and I'm like, where's Tim? Did he crash? So he comes around the corner, and I'm like, oh, did I dust you out? And he's like, a little bit. You were just driving too fast for me. I was like, when I'm driving faster than Crazy Tim, I probably need to tone it down. Because if he's getting nervous, that should tell me something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I just went and did the same thing on the way back because I didn't care. <laughs> I'm way too aware of my vulnerability physically to try anything scary. Like, I don't even ride roller coasters anymore. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I don't think that's a good look. <laughs> I could... I could pee. Because you need two seats to yourself. No, I could end up peeing or crapping on everybody. <laughs> you better hope you're not behind me when we drop down that hill. Like, I'm just trying to be courteous to the public, man. <laughs> it's not just about me, all right? <laughs> uh, I love roller coasters, but I haven't been on one. Oh, my goodness, it's been almost 10 years. The last time I went was uh, Cedar Point. Cedar mm -hmm. Point is in Ohio, close to the Michigan border where I'm at, and it's one of the best in the world. It's my favorite coaster um, park I've ever been it's, to. Some people say it's the best, but it's definitely one of the best. Yeah. And they, I mean, like, this place puts multi-million-dollar rides every couple of years. They put new shit in, and the last one that I went to was Top Fuel Dragster, which yep. basically launches you up, like, 440 feet. Like straight up, like straight. And then you're like sideways and then it shoots you straight down. So yeah. it's like the whole ride lasts less than I think it's 11 seconds. Yeah. But it like when they say drags are like when that thing lets go, you just a slam back <laughs> and you, <laughs> you see can't it, right? Move. <laughs> so and I was older when I went, but I was like, dude, I just paid forty five dollars for this ticket. 
I am not about to not ride rides and play that stupid game where it's like, well, you know, my stomach, it ate some chili cheese fries, so I can't do that one. And then, you know, I was like, fuck yeah. that. So what I did was I'm like, I'm going to go to the scariest shit first, knock it out, then work my way back. That way I don't bitch yeah. out. So that's what I did. And then the time after that, I went. Well, what happened was when I, I think I told you about that, when I got in that little 12-year-old little bastard, not even scared and I'm shitting my pants. But yeah. anyways, uh, guys, kids are so hard these days. But I was like, I'm getting my money out of it. And then I realized after that trip, I was like, you know, it's not for me because right after I went, the next launch got stuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> At the very top where the people are hanging, like, sideways yeah. in the car at the 440-foot mark. Yeah. And the worst part was, it, to reset it, they couldn't let them finish it going forward. They rocked them till they came backward down. <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck technology. <laughs> I don't trust these engineers anymore either. Like, I am done with these parks. <laughs> you know, and it was always so hot and everything. And like, and the lines are so long. If you really want to have a good time at one of those places, you have to just go it alone. Because you, if you're you the single, do. well, if you're the single rider, they'll say, you know, single rider up here, and you get to jump in front of like thirty people. Yeah, that's the only way to actually get through the rides. Then, if you want to, you know, ride it with some girl, you're not even going to be able to molest because you got to <laughs> hold on to that bar thing. <laughs> It's like, why am I standing in line with this hot chick for an hour? I'm not going to be able to do nothing with her on the ride. Like, this is stupid. Go back to the Last car. I got some beer in there. Probably good luck here over there. Oh, Last time I went there was with Joel and Courtney. And we just wound up going on the rides that nobody else was on. And we, would, we went on like Top Fuel Dragster twice because there was no wait time. I think school had just started. No, so, people come see that sucker get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we went on that like two times in a row. And then we went on like those rides where it like takes you up and drops you. We went on that like eight times. I was like, it, we went on the perfect day. Because the other time I went there, it was like an hour just to get through most of the lines. I try to wait till a rainy day. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens is if you find one that like it's going to rain in the morning and then clear up. Yeah. Nobody shows up, and then you have the whole afternoon, and it's sunny, and they, they open the park. That's how you do it. Yeah. You know, if you're really going to try and do a lot of stuff, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, that stuff is, you know, I'm to the, I'm to the point where I'd be the grandparent going, have you seen Billy? Uh, why am I here? I should be home. <laughs> I'd have to have, like, one of those battery-operated carts. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's only I'd go now. Fuck that walking. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Gosh. Thought I have some Jetsons like type walkways or something. That is yeah, not that, that is not for the uh handicap, man. Walking on pavement when it's hot. And no shade. Yeah, we went to a concert the other day. Oh, by the way, how was that concert? How was Static X? Oh man, it was awesome. It was a 20th anniversary edition of uh, their first album. And uh, mm-hmm. Wayne, of course, passed away, but they had a fan who replicates him uh, spot on and mm-hmm. remained anonymous, so it's really respectful. And uh, a lot of Wayne's family was actually at this particular show because that's the, the city where he was from, the area where he was from. Yeah. So it was really special. And uh, But the other thing was it was about 100, 
in there, and it was standing room only, and I realized I could not stand this long. So I was like, <laughs> if I was handicapped, where would I sit? And they just put a VIP thing on my wrist, and I went and I got to sit at a table elevated above everybody. It was really nice. And uh, met the owner of the place, and I didn't have to stand there for six hours. Wow. Yeah, man, people stood, the, stood in that heat in that crowded-ass room six hours straight. Oh, my goodness. It was is- so flipping hot. And uh, I didn't even move hardly, man. I, I literally just drank the entire time. <laughs> but, I mean, I was drinking pop and water because I was trying to keep hydrated. Oh, yeah, because you have to. People weren't even drinking, which I was trying to figure out why. And I'm like, okay, either this crowd just doesn't have the money <laughs> or they're not drinking because it's so hot in here. They realize if they drink alcohol, they're just going to start passing out. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. I didn't see anyone pass out in there, and I couldn't believe it because it was a cooker. But it was well worth it. And we got to see Devil Driver do uh, their uh, cover of Sale, which was pretty awesome. And, uh, yeah, I mean, got a lot of cool merch and stuff. But it was a great freak show. <laughs> It was top shelf freak show <laughs> because metal concerts bring out the people that don't go outside. You know, those neighbors yeah. you have that you never see. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. They go to those concerts. And the other reason it was interesting was because Static X, that album came out in 99. Okay. So this is a very old album they're celebrating. And, you know, and he passed away. This is the last tour, so this is it. So the only people at this, I would say the average age is like 40. Wow. 40 and, 40 and up, man. Like, so it was your people. It was, I hope, not entirely my people. <laughs> uh, there were a few people I would identify with, but there were also a few that were confused as to which metal concert they were at. <laughs> Because one guy had eye makeup on, like, Alice Cooper, and he was, like, 6'6", yeah. six, six, wearing a black trench coat. And I was like, holy Columbine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you realize how scary you look right now? <laughs> you look absolutely confused, unhappy, and white. This is possibly <laughs> the most terrifying situation you could be in, right? It's just a giant room of scary white people. There is no, yeah. there's no ethnicity in there. Like, I'm yeah. it. I'm like the closest thing to brown even, <laughs> right? And I look white. I just thought, no one's saying anything. But I felt like if I was any kind of a, any other nationality, I might get the shit kicked out of me in here. I don't know. <laughs> but it, I really couldn't tell. You know, it was just, but they were so fat and weird. And they were wearing weird stuff. And the other thing was, there were so many females at this concert. Most really? metal shows I go to are most predominantly male. Yeah, it's right? mostly dudes. But then I realized what it was. Oh, the crowd's so old. Everybody's married. They had to bring their wife. <laughs> so that's why there were so many, you know. And some of them didn't know what they were going because they were wearing, like, heels and, like, nice dresses. Yeah. And then, you know, other girls were wearing, like, fishnet stockings and booty <laughs> shorts. And, like, it was... <laughs> But listen, it wasn't the uh, it wasn't the version that everyone's thinking. It was the holy crap they come in that size version <laughs> of those clothes, you know. And there's the white flesh with all the really bad two tattoos, and there was a dude wearing a skirt or a kilt. There was a numerous uh, gnomes, numerous lumberjack wannabes, 
a few like Mr. Burns hairs. Like there was for me, it was a smorgasbord of happiness. I just got to look at so many interesting people and I talked to as many of them as I could. Yeah. Because I just really enjoy freaky people. I enjoy interesting people. I also enjoy talking to strangers. When we went on that tour, there was a couple. Turns out I started talking to them. They were from Colorado. But they started the tour, and then they make everybody, like, put stickers on. Well, these people, like, just joined the tour after we paid. They followed us around the whole time. So they, they got the free. And I was like, that's actually kind of a smart thing. And I kind of did that when I was touring in Israel. Last year, I found a tour, and I just followed him around to listen to the guy. But we were, like, hanging out this one place, and they were, like, telling me, oh, you know, we're from, you know, Colorado, and telling, you know, just telling us a few things about that, and how do you like New Orleans and all that. And after we got done, Jasmine was like, oh, that, those couple were really nice. And I'm like, yeah, they were really nice, and they got to do it for free. She's like, what? How? I was like, they weren't there when we left. They showed up partway through it, and they were like, hey, free tour. Wow. I met a couple a few years ago. There was the most interesting couple I ever met. Never knew their names. We only referred to them as a, as a couple as California. Uh-huh. They, we just called them California. They were from California originally, and they were truly the epitome of the modern hippie, right? Like, yeah. they didn't work. They lived on the streets. They were white, tatted, like, head to toe. I mean, skull. I watched yeah. the I watched the gentleman getting a gentleman. I watched him getting a tattoo <laughs> on his head. I don't really think he was a gentleman. <laughs> but uh, I watched him getting a tattoo on his head and realized at that point, wow, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, you have no intention of ever having a job when you're doing that kind of work, right? And the girl was as weird as any human being I've ever met. She wore different wigs every day. Like one day she looked like a Rastafarian. The next, she was a chameleon. She literally could change yeah. her complete identity with makeup and like hair. And I ended up being the one when they decided to leave Michigan, they were going to take a Greyhound. And I'm the one that took them all the way to Detroit to the Greyhound station in the middle of the night, which that's a fun trip. Uh, oh, I'm sure. But yeah, they were uh, truly interesting. Truly, tr- I kept thinking, boy, it was like the real life Mickey and Mallory from friggin' Natural Born Killers. <laughs> That's what they were like. It yeah. was scary, yet you couldn't look away. I, I just, but I, I always find that if you're open to people, no matter how weird they are or scary they are, most of the time their guard goes down and they're fine with you. Oh, yeah. Because if you they're treat- used to people being like put off or scared yeah. or, you know. Yeah. If you treat everybody with the way you want to be treated nice, you know, you can talk to anybody. You can have a conversation with anybody. It's not, you know, the only time you really can't have a conversation if, like, someone themselves is just, like, really difficult or whatever. But, you know. That's the thing about metal shows, too. Like, most of these people I would not hang out with because they're just scary, right? (laughs) And they don't even look like anyone I'd ever hang out with. But in that environment, everybody's nice as far as, like, you would think, like, when people that don't understand those, like, mosh pits and stuff, you know, like yeah. in the pit and people are getting thrown around, like, it's not violence, like people think. I mean, sometimes you have the occasional drunk dumbass 
yeah. gets too far. But for the most part, it's just part of like that culture. It's not really violent. It's kind of just an expression of the whatever the angst from the music or whatever. But yeah. I, but the first time we were in a pit, my son and I thought we were gonna die. <laughs> These guys are so big. And then after I, about two minutes, I realized, oh, they're not gonna kill us. <laughs> <laughs> They pick did us I up t- when we fall so we don't get stomped to death. Did I tell you I almost blacked out in a mosh pit once? No, what happened? <laughs> I, it was one of my favorite bands, and I jumped right into the pit. And I'm a pretty big guy. Six foot, 215. Usually one of the bigger guys in there. This giant dude tripped and fell over onto me knocked me onto the subwoofers and he was probably a good like 260 huge dude and just like the the impact of the hit of him hitting me in like the upper body and the head and then knocking me over onto the subwoofers and then i rolled off and fell onto the ground like it it like it didn't knock me out but i had i was so it knocked the wind out of me. It definitely knocked the wind out of me. And then I couldn't figure out what had happened until somebody drug me out to the side. Someone Whoa. like grabbed me and drug me out to the side. And I had to sit there and catch my breath. And then I finally figured out what had happened. And they were like, are you okay? Can you breathe? And I was like, yeah. I was like, what the heck just happened? And this one guy was like, this big dude just laid you out. <laughs> And I didn't go back in. I was like, I'm good. I'll just enjoy the concert from here. <laughs> that reminds me. There's something I got to ask you. This reminds me of a story. And I need to know. Maybe yeah. the listeners can let me know their opinions, too. Am, yeah. Am I shitty? Okay. So here's, so here's the story. <laughs> I believe it was an El Nino concert. Oh, my goodness. And my son, we always get right up on stage. Same thing, right? So I usually stay behind them to keep the bodies off of them because they're so light. Like, they'll just get, you know, I can pretty much put my hands on the stage, lock my legs out. And unless you're, like, freight training in it, you're not getting through, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm doing my usual thing, and I, you know, and this lady, she got punched. I didn't know what happened, but I guess it was one of those rare times where... <clears throat> alcohol was a problem and she got punched. I didn't know this. She hits the person behind me so hard they fly into me and I'm like get shoved forward. My son gets yeah. shoved into the speakers like that, right? Yeah. Gets hurt. I turn around, I realize this lady's down on the ground. So I'm like, oh, you know, I should be a gentleman to help this lady up. Then as I reach down, this is where you gotta let me know whether I'm shitty or not. I reach down <laughs> To pick her up, and I realized she was covered in blood, and I was like instantly, "Oh, could I have AIDS? Sorry, bitch." <laughs> Stood right oh back up. <laughs> Didn't touch her. <laughs> About thirty seconds later, though, I, I, I think it was like a friend of hers, somebody knew her, got her up, and she was okay. But I was like, she could get stomped, or I could get AIDS. I don't know. Was it, was it shitty? Because people around me looked at me like, what an asshole. And I was like, oh, fine, then you pick up the bleeding bitch then, all right? Like, judge me. But I remember going like, oh, I should, oh, shit, she's bleeding. Oh, no. That's all right. I don't got any latex. Sorry, I'm out. Oh, my goodness. If you'd seen it, too, she looked a little skanky, man. She looked a little suspect. So I was, 
Oh my! God. I was, no, uh-uh. not with that little short skirt. Fuck that! I'm not <laughs> kidding. Whatever you got. So yeah, I left her, and then I did know later. Like, was that shitty? Should I have still helped her? And I, I, I would have helped her. Yeah, no, fuck that. I'm still holding my ground. I don't got AIDS now. So I'm good. <laughs> you know, AIDS doesn't work by skin to. Like liquid or skin to fluid contact, it's fluid to fluid contact. Yeah, but I sweat a lot. What <laughs> <laughs> if my but sweat you- makes I wipe my eye? I got eye aids now. <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, there's open blood. People get it from a needle stick. <laughs> Fuck them odds. All right. <laughs> I'm not a doctor and I'm not hating. I got some of my closest friends have died from that horrible yeah. disease. And I'm not making a joke about that. I'm saying that's how scared I am because I've watched people die from it. Like, yeah. sorry, lady, you're not worth that trip. <laughs> sorry. And so then, yeah, so then later on I had this inner thing like, wow, was that shitty? It probably looked really <laughs> shitty. It probably, it probably looked exactly did. how people think of you already. <laughs> that probably wasn't a good look. But then no. my inner selfish self was like, yeah, but you're alive. <laughs> Horrible truth. <laughs> Sometimes you just, I don't know, I want to know. It's like, is like that. But see, you would have helped her. Yeah. So uh, you're obviously a better. Without even thinking about it, yeah. Oh, no, no. I, I think as soon as I see fluids. I, it's not like I would have gone down and been like, ooh, let me get my hands all on this blood. I would have just like found in like a nice, safe, dry spot, helped her back up, punched anyone who like got too close, and then be like, here, let me help you off to the side, and then I'll go back and enjoy the music or maybe wash my hands. Oh, see, I wouldn't have punched the guy either, because like he probably had blood on him too. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let someone else stand up and be the knight. It ain't gonna be this guy. <laughs> it does sound. I do sound shitty. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm well healthy. <laughs> healthy. Well, I mean, you know, I don't have that too. Okay. <laughs> you don't have that too. <laughs> or whatever else. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say your 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 uh, blood levels are probably more nacho cheese than they are blood by now. I don't know what's in her blood pathogens. I don't I don't know what's what's like going on with that. But if you're out there, I hope you healed up pretty good. And next time, don't piss them off. I don't know. <laughs> like, like you know you you know I found out it was uh it was someone that knew them. And I guess it was like she was with another dude or some shit. Like he caught yeah. her or something like that. So like I think that's how he didn't get his ass kicked. Was oh. I think a bunch of people knew what happened. I still don't think that's right though. Like you don't punch a bitch in the face. Nope. In you know, in public. You know, you gotta do that shit behind closed doors. That's what I'm saying. She still didn't even do that. At all. <laughs> <I'm totally kidding. laughs> Are you kidding me? It was like if I, my wife would kick my ass. <laughs> I, that, there's no fight in jazz. No. Jazz is like dude, she's I love my jazz. But uh there's never a thought there's no I never get to that point of like, bitch, I'll kick you. No, you won't. Cause she's meaner than she's meaner than me, man. She's not gonna. She's not gonna stop. I'm like, baby, could you just stop? No. No, I love her. But yeah, I wasn't being serious about that. I, uh, I'm. I would uh, be terrified to do anything like that because my jazz would just be like, oh, you want to smack people? 
Come in there with a fucking knife or a gun or something. Nunchucks. Probably something like that just to make me suffer. <laughs> and then be like, remember these? And I'll hear click, click, click. She have the handcuffs. No, baby, that's Ooh. not what they were for. <laughs> Pineapple. 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 <laughs> for those of you who don't know... That's my safe word. Watch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Pineapple, motherfucker. <laughs> Pineapple. That's it. I'm getting a pineapple motherfucker t-shirt. That's it. <laughs> I said don't pineapple. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> And that's probably where my goes in and wrapping up today. Like, <laughs> thank you for, for listening to another couple hours of our bullshit. <laughs> where, Mike, where Mike tries to keep wines on the rails. <laughs> you know, you should be a therapist because, dude, you keep me on the rails for like two hours. That's an amazing feat. <laughs> Actually... I'm not gonna lie. I love it when you go off the rails. Most of the time, I don't care. I just, I just let it happen. <laughs> Jazz goes. He does edit, right? <laughs> yes, he does. But we, we don't tell him it's just like me farting or like something <laughs> interruption. We don't get cut any of the actual. You know, audio. I don't cut anything that's hilarious. That's really what it is. I'm like, nope, too funny. That's got to stay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's the natural organic. That's what makes things funny is when, you know, because I like I was kind of serious about asking that. Like, was that shitty? Because I felt a little bad, but I saw I felt so justified at the time. <laughs> I didn't realize it could be taken wrong until I looked around and everyone was looking at me like, wow, what a dick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so you know me. <laughs> where, where was that? Where did I know you? What, did I work with you in one of my many jobs? <laughs> where I walked in one day, walked out like a week later. I've often wondered that. Like, I re- okay, because like, I remember a lot of the times I remember faces. I don't remember names, but there are times where I like, do forget you know people i like you pass by someone like oh i think i've seen them before i wonder how many times someone has like ran across me and they haven't seen me for years and i compl- like just didn't know that i knew them at some point in time and i've always wondered did they think i was like being a jerk or something i'm, I'm sure that's happened i don't know man i get nervous when i run into anybody i know in public <laughs> because I don't know when I pissed you off. I don't know if you're. By, <laughs> I don't know if you're by yourself. I don't know if you have like some kind of like MMA boyfriend now. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry about your dad. I don't know. Just don't hurt me. That would be an interesting scenario. Hey, Juan, you remember me? 1989, Aquanet. That's what happened with Pop Lady coming to the house. <laughs> I you, we talked we talked about that right coming to the house no oh. you talking about no <laughs> all you told me is that she took you to the truck and that was it you never said anything else yeah so 
much later on, okay, real quick recap for those of you who don't know. I dated this lady a couple dates. Basically, uh, I got her fountain pop, and for that, she rewarded me very well. So, uh, but I didn't ask for that. But anyways, and it was in her truck. So if that clarifies what happened. Because uh, there's not a lot of room, so you can figure it out. But anyways, so anyways, I didn't end up being serious. You, with well, she didn't need a lot of room for you. No, no, not at all. It was even a short, it was like an HHR, it was really short. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, so she... Didn't end up dating her seriously. Like months like later, a, it's a freaking cloud car. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cloud car. She was short too. All right. Listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, months later, my son's bandmate comes to the house, and uh, something happened with his car. So his mom dropped him off on the way to work or something. Yeah. His mom turns out to be pop lady. <laughs> My son and I have not laughed that hard ever before or since. And then I had to break it to the kid who Pop Lady was. And I, think, I could have swore I talked about that at some point. I just had to be like, I, uh, I fucked your mouth. I'm sorry. Uh, and then Jazz, of course, was there. And Got to meet Pop Lady. And uh, she managed to live. So it was a good day. It really ended up pretty well. But but truly, just like one of the most awkward, the oh, awkward moments imagine. of my life. That might be one of the most awkward ever. When that You can't have some weird shit like that to show up at your house. No. With your crazy new wife. Like, <coughs> yikes. My, my wife... It, Jason, she would. You know what happened, man? I had. Oh, she knew about the Mennonites, though. That's why she got so mad. <laughs> what do you mean? There were these really uh, cute Mormon girls that came around the neighborhood. Uh huh. And I uh, had set up so they were supposed to come back on Wednesday and do like a Bible study thing. Uh-huh. Jason found out that they had my phone number. <laughs> you ever see someone chase down a Jehovah Witness? I have. <laughs> and how does, and how, and the, no, no, let me tell you something. People think I'm crazy? Okay, listen to this shit. This is the crazy I live with. So she finally tracks him down. She's like, don't you recall my husband's ever? Whatever. And then what does she do? Does she deal with it in the same way? Nope. This is what she says. <laughs> And don't come to our house, because we worship Satan. Oh, my goodness. People, I am not making this shit up. <laughs> she was going to find a damn way them girls would never show up in the house. So she just told them we worship Satan. Just so they wouldn't come back. <laughs> shit worked, though. They never, they never came back. After that, but yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my uh, that's a crazy wife. I'm I may not have to show my Jasmine this episode of the podcast before we come visit because if she hears that and then you show up to the airport in a Gordon Fisherman's outfit, she's gonna be like, "Well, we're on the next plane back to Houston." 
<laughs> no, no. I, I, I told Mark earlier that when I picked him up from the airport, I was going to be wearing a Gordon Fisherman outfit. <laughs> With a pipe. Just stick my head out the window. How about it? <laughs> We're right near the water. <laughs> Look at Seahawk. Exactly. Oh, you must be Jasmine. <laughs> oh, God, he knows my name. <laughs> and then I'll be like, Jasmine? Jasmine? <laughs> like I said, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I think they're going to get along great, actually. Because they, if they can put up with our ridiculousness. They can put up with us. Yeah, like, yeah. they're going to be like, oh, so there's someone else that has to suffer the same shit I do. Yeah. <laughs> and he thinks he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because this weekend I was making some jokes. And Jasmine, we were, like, walking down the river. And Jasmine was just, like, rolling her eyes. And I was like, what? I'm a comedian. She was like, yeah, you think you are. <laughs> oh, and folks, that's where you learn what to keep in your routine. <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> Seriously, she was breaking my balls all weekend, and it was hilarious. I told her, I was like, when we go to Michigan, I was like, for the special live podcast we do, I was like, if we could get you to come up and just do what you do when we're like hanging out, she's like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. And I'm like, she's like, I'm not very funny. I'm like, you have me rolling and laughing all the time. <laughs> she told me, I, okay. She wanted to buy some sunglasses. So I was like, Hey, let's go look for sunglasses. She's like, let's go to Ross. We go to Ross. Ah, <coughs> oh, so we go to Ross. She finds a pair of sunglasses she like. I find a pair of sunglasses I like. I didn't need any of those, so I was like, nah, I'm not going to get them. She's like, why not? I was like, I already have a pair of sunglasses. I don't need these. And besides, I was like, the ones that I like, they make me look like a douchebag, you know, like the typical douchebag Californians, because they're white. And she goes, well, you are from California, so you're already, you know, kind of a California douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, don't think those glasses are going to hide it either. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for breaking my balls. <laughs> it's not that people in California are douchebags. No. It's just that everyone else is jealous because, like, they just have the best of so many things. Yeah. And so it just creates envy and envy. And they them. tend to think they're better than everybody else. And yes. But that's, <laughs> you would too. I, I, like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's kind of like it's to me. It's not even about like the entertainment industry in California and all that. I mean, a lot of people, but like as far as like sports, if you're into like outdoor sports, though, there isn't a better state to live in. No, if you're into anything outdoors, it's a great place to live. <laughs> Until that quake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was actually funny because we this weekend. We were talking, and Jasmine said, hey, isn't there supposed to be, like, some giant earthquake that's due to hit California? I was like, yeah, basically Los Angeles and San Francisco. Whenever this hits, it's going to slide into the ocean and not be there anymore. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah, do some research. I'm like, California's overdue for a giant, super destructive earthquake that's going to kill a lot of people. I'm like, so I really don't. I'd rather take my chances with the hurricane than an earthquake right now. Because I've been through Harvey, which was... 
Hurricanes the worst are survivable, but an earthquake? Yeah, you just don't... Yeah, earthquake? No, there's nothing you can do. A hurricane, all you got to do is make sure that your windows are covered and you don't go walking around outside when it's super windy. That's all you got to do. And don't, you know, be on some elevated ground. And I survived Harvey by being on the second floor apartment, and I was like, even if everything in the neighborhood floods, I'm going to be fine. And it was not enjoyable because... You couldn't do anything. Just five days of torrential downpour, and it was actually like kind of like depressing because it was just like, when is this gonna end? But depressing—that's Michigan, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it rains for five days every week. <laughs> but it was—it was like, okay, now I've been through that. I'd still rather go through a hurricane than I've seen through. the sun. Like a like hurricane three times sounds all scary, summer. huh? <laughs> See the sun like three times all summer. <laughs> <laughs> a hurricane sounds scary, but now okay. I've been through wildfires, earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes. Hurricanes like the easiest one to get through. By no means is it enjoyable. By no means is it like oh, it's no big deal. Like they can be dangerous, but I'd rather go through a hurricane. Yeah, but hurricanes you have preparation for hurricane. Right. They watch those storms. They have to develop. Yeah. You have time to like have a plan and get out. You know, yeah, when it's you not get like by a, a tornado. That's like just random. And if you're in the path, you're in the path. Yeah. If you're and in you're, an earthquake, you're just in it. There's no getting out. And yeah, water is the scariest thing to me. Water is so powerful. Yeah, I hate water. When when I learned it was, I was just like canoeing in Michigan. The water was barely above ankle deep, right? Yeah. And you would think that'd be perfectly safe, but it had enough volume that even at ankle deep, uh, yeah. it. It like sucked me right down these rapids, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then our our canoe capsized and wedged on a rock, right? So it's like tipped up sideways, and the water's filling it now. And it was starting to bend the canoe. It had that much force. It took twelve, maybe fourteen men to have enough pow- pushing power to push one end so it would turn around and slide down the the river. And that's when oh I realized, goodness. like, oh, my gosh, water is no fucking joke. And no, then I not. was in Colorado several years ago, and I went white river rafting, but I went too early. We actually went on the scouting trip for the guides for the year on the Colorado River, and they let yeah. us go because we convinced them that we were avid swimmers, which is total bullshit. I can't even really swim. <laughs> and uh, I regretted that decision. We ended up in class four rapids. Which is beyond what you're supposed to even be in, but we were already in it. And I watched, there were eight boats that went down, and we were the only one that stayed upright. And I think it was out of sheer fear, because when that guy said paddle, I paddled my heart (laughs) out. Because I saw boats getting sucked huge. These things are like 16 foot long rubber, and they're getting sucked underwater. All the people are shooting out, and then the boat would disappear. And then it would pop up, you know, and go floating down the river. You see yeah. that once and you can't swim. Yeah. Yeah, you're paddling. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, duh, I was so sore the next day. Like, we survived it and everything. Yeah. But there was a part where they stopped it and it got slow. And they all climbed up this hill and were looking down. I didn't know what was going on. I'm like, I'm not climbing up the damn hill. I'm exhausted. What I did yeah. know was they were scouting a falls that had developed <clears throat> since the year before. It wasn't there. Oh, my goodness. And we had no way to turn back. I didn't know this. Now, it was only like a five-foot drop. 
Yeah. But the boat's rubber, man. It's got this point where it's just going to bend and go, yeah. wait, you know. So, yeah, that was not uh, that. So after the ankle thing getting dragged down and then being in that, then when I went to California to visit you guys, I got stuck in one of them damn riptides, freezing my oh, balls yeah. off. Oh, I think it was yeah. you that came out and got me out. Yeah. I was literally drowning in that shit. <laughs> so me and water, fuck water. I don't do it yeah. anymore. I'll go in a swimming pool. That's it. No ponds, no lakes, no ocean. I'm out. My sister yeah. goes goddamn snorkeling with sharks and shit and like all these like barracudas. And they're taking pictures. Yeah. I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> That's just I, nuts to me. It is. I've snorkeled with nurse sharks and barracudas. Honestly, the barracudas scared me more than the sharks. Because the barracudas are more fearless and they're more curious. And they'll get right up on you. It, and they have giant teeth. They're terrifying. But I don't like big bodies of water either. Like, oh, like I'll go get in the ocean. Like, when I, when I went to the ocean, you know, a few weeks ago. I don't go out, and like, where I can't, you know, feel the bottom or the current strong. Because I know I could get sucked out there and never be heard from again. That is my fear, man. Deep, dark, scary water. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. That is my that is my fear, man. Yep. Just take me out in a boat in the dark and leave me. Ah, oh, uh. I'll die of fear, man. <laughs> yeah, I've never gone white rider rafting, just because I know I would hate it. Like I've had a ton of people ask me to go, and I'm just like, nope, 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 nope. Never went. And then was it last year or the year before? I don't remember. I think it was last year. One of my friends almost died white water rafting. Yeah, like, I had a friend die canoeing. <laughs> not, and I'm not even kidding. Like, was in the in the raft, raft capsized, drug underwater, I think by the raft. Yeah. Down the river. And then, like, the guide had to do, like, rescue breathing and all that. And for a little bit there, they thought she wasn't going to make it. But she did? Yeah, she made it. I don't remember oh, all the good, exact details. because I was looking for a silver lining, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. if the story I don't ends remember in death, there's no silver lining. Yeah. No, no. It was, she, I know she almost died. But I don't remember the exact details, but I know it was really close. Like, it was really bad. And I was like, how was your vacation? Oh, you almost died. Wow. That's why I don't go whitewater rafting. That is terrifying. Yeah, I'll never go again. Not after that last one. I'll go paddleboarding. I'll go canoeing. Anything with a motor, I'll do it. Jet ski, boat, whatever. But you get some waves. Nah, I'm good. See, and that's the other thing. Like boats. Okay, I worked on boats a lot and all that. For me to get on a boat, it's got to be more like the word ship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get on a boat. If you're a boat, hey, man, you want to come out on my boat? Want to come out on my boat, man? And I get there and you have an 18-foot bayliner? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, bro, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> you ever been in like in a storm in a small boat? Uh, no. I've As, been on choppy waters, but not in a storm. Now, in a younger in the younger years of my life, I did some dumb shit. <laughs> this is one of them. One time when I was probably I was probably my early twenties, I went out on my friend's boat, and he had exactly this boat. It's like this eighteen foot bayliner, small ass boat, little motor. We're out on yeah. Lake Michigan, and Lake Michigan is notorious for like these 
really fast moving storms. Water can only be like eight feet deep out in Lake St. Clair in spots. But man, when the storm builds because it's so shallow, the waves like almost flip these little boats over. Like and do sometimes, right? Yeah. The trick is not to do mushrooms before the storm. <laughs> and wait till those are nice and settling into effects and you're starting to see pink dolphins. And then all of a sudden a storm comes in. Dude, I got so scared. I was like, this cannot happen. This cannot be happening. We couldn't see. It was raining so hard. Could not see. Boat, I couldn't even tell where to, to be because the water was coming in everywhere. Oh, my God. A girl went down. She got so scared she went down into the, like, underneath the in the cabin, in yeah. the cabin area. And apparently that's, like, even worse, like, bouncing-wise and stuff. Oh, there. yeah, you get seasick instantly down she there. She almost lost her mind in oh, there. Man. Like, I could hear her screaming, and I was just like, I don't want to hear this bitch screaming before I die. <laughs> Damn it. Why aren't these dolphins helping us? <laughs> yeah, it was bad, dude. So that's, I don't do uh, boats or mushrooms <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, drowning, always been like a fear of mine. I'm not a strong swimmer. I can swim, but I just don't enjoy it. You would think as fat as I am, I'd just float. (laughs) I don't. I still just sink right to the freaking bottom. (laughs) My sister, oh, my gosh. It's like she just stays up there for hours. (laughs) But I, I, listen, Pat, that's not swimming. That's floating. All right? I'm just going to leave it at that. Like she listens to this. Not a chance in hell. Because <laughs> she knows she's going to get angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't see her enjoying this ever for any reason or any length of time. Not unless she came in on a part where you were breaking my balls or something. Yeah. Then she'd be like, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I heard Juan choke on that ice cream sandwich. That was awesome. <laughs> Oh, man, I wish I had an ice cream sandwich. (laughs) You're a bastard. (laughs) And you're welcome. You know what would go good with an ice cream sandwich right now? What? Big box of nachos. Mm, I almost ordered the nachos today. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Jazz. Jazz just came in and sat down across from me. Hi, Jazz. Uh-huh. Uh, while he was doing his podcast, his family came and brought him food. No, I understand you. They didn't steal his food. I brought They're, you food. That is not food. <laughs> what is it? It's, uh, what is this? Okay, hold on. A kale I took, salad? I took Roxy back home. It's some kind of Rice Krispie no, treat or something. I took Roxy back home for you and sacrificed my car almost because I got almost hit by a buck. You're welcome. You saw a buck? You almost got hit by a buck? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thanks. I stopped. I stopped because, like, I had time to. It was, like, right off of, you know, that road over there. I <laughs> she said right off that road over there. Yeah. You mean our street? <laughs> no, not our street. Or do you mean the, the next road, which is, like, 34? The only roads we ride, you know, it's that road way the fuck over I don't know what to call it. It's got... <laughs> You know, it's got lines on it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna stab me. 
Have I told you I love you yet today? <laughs> I should probably do that right now. No, it wasn't anything I said on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> right now, one subconscious me. is going pineapple, 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 bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Look at my face, Mark. Pineapple. <laughs> Oh Oh my goodness I nearly just choked (laughs) I was hoping someone had a guy I was afraid to speak at that point (laughs) Oh my goodness (coughs) Okay well That does it for this episode everybody Thank you so much for listening Hope you enjoyed it. Please hit us up on social media. Please, we would love to talk to you. And yeah, reach out to yeah, reach out to us. I'm gonna say that like three or four times just so you remember it. No country podcast at gmail.com, Facebook.com slash no country podcast. Twitter. Uh, we're on Twitter at cod podcast. Or is it con- ah crap, I don't remember what it is. If you search no country for old Mark and Juan podcast Twitter, you'll find it. Instagram, No Country Podcast. We don't have... We'll get some more pictures and stuff up soon. I'm posting some funny memes and stuff. Yeah. Write and review. We'd really appreciate it. And yeah. And thanks we will for talk helping to you. me uh, decipher whether I'm a shitty person or not. <laughs> I think you figured that out on your own. <laughs> Tell Juan what you think about him. No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> Yep, okay, Seahawk Predator out. Bye bye!